We have about $25 million of capital invested on those uh, 10 projects, and that also includes uh, investors that, again, are part of our network, credited investors, piece, people that want to diversify a bit, especially now with what's going on and the volatility of the economic markets and the stock market. I'm Kevin Attride, and I'm on a mission to help you with investing secrets, empowering you to succeed financially, changing your financial perspective and growing your wealth in good times and in bad. And when the next crisis comes, those prepared to weather the storm will achieve great success while the world melts with fear. Investing Secrets with Kevin Attride. Today, I'm really excited for you to join us. I have an expert in real estate investing from a passive perspective. John and I have known each other only a few months, but I was just blown away at what an amazing guy he is, his incredible intensity on helping investors, but also how he wants to build trust with people to be a blessing to them. John, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Kevin. It's a, it's an honor to be here. Thank you so much. And um, I'm really excited. I was looking forward to this all week. So, John, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your company, and just a little bit about your experience. I joined the Navy. I was a, a naval aviator for 20 years. You can see some of the aircraft behind me that I flew. And uh, during my time in the Navy, I um, kind of got into real estate about halfway through. I learned about active real estate, owning property, the, uh, the insides and outs of, of how to invest and it was quite exciting. Uh, and then uh, for the second half of my career, I became a passive investor, investing with friends and family that had investment opportunities where I could kind of be a silent partner passively, but still be part of owning real estate and being part of uh, an investment opportunity, which is so exciting. Uh, got back to deep from the, uh, from some Navy service time to DC back in uh, 2012, 2013. And I decided that I wanted to uh, open a business to really be centered around uh, real estate and really taking that passive mindset, that passive um, investment strategy I learned and turning it into a business. And so today we own, I own a company that basically allows passive investors who are friends and family and are accredited investors that we have met, about 180 of those folks. And we bring in projects from the active side of the investment through investment partners who are sponsors and borrowers that have viable real estate projects. And we act as the liaison between those that are bringing the projects into us to review and then the investors who can come in and join us to be part of a real estate investment. And that business has now been up and running since 2013, about nine years. Today's episode has been made possible by our presenting sponsors, Wellings Capital, build wealth by investing in diversified, recession-resistant commercial real estate. Smead CPA, the next frontier CPA firm for strategic investors. And Living Wealth, bank on yourself with private family financing. John, I'm really interested to hear from you on some practical tips or secrets that you have on investing, changing financial perspective, especially, you know, we live kind of in some challenging times. Yeah, that's a great question, Kevin. You know, we're, we're no longer uh, in the industrial age, we're in the information age, right? And I think that um, folks have access to information, even, even free information online that they can dig into that would really help build uh, their understanding about uh, investing. Um, if you want to get into real estate, that's great. If you're just starting out, that's great. You kind of have to first get the, the basics. Like, you know, when we went to school, we started on how to 
read, write, and and do arithmetic, right? Just like in real estate, same thing. You want to grow that that understanding, that foundation. There's so many good people out there. I'm not endorsing anyone, but like Robert Kiyosaki and uh, Brett Cardone and um, a lot of people out there that have done this and done it well, written books about it. So, you know, I'm a big fan of not recreating the wheel. Go out and, and really grow a, an understanding of what you want to do in real estate, whether you want to get into the mortgage lending side, you want to be a, a, an active investor, cash buyer, renovator, uh, or an investor, a private, a passive or active investor where, you know, you are having others uh, invest your capital just like you would with, uh, with the market. Um, for me, uh, you know, again, read those books, got those understandings. I still have them because I go back because they're good, not only for me as a businessman, but personally, as I grow my wealth, as I grow my, you know, business and myself personally, as I take care of my family, you know, you're always wanting to get back and, and refresh, not, not just from the basics, but also what's going on in the market. As we're seeing now, things are changing, interest rates are going up, inflation's rampant. So you want to get in and try to, you know, read information, read periodicals that have good factual data. Um, if you want to be a passive investor, my, my recommendation is, um, again, get into it, understand it. First, see if you could do it. Um, do, you, do you qualify for what is called an accredited investor? And, and your listeners can look online. It's pretty easy to find that. But if you do qualify as an accredited investor, you have a check in the block that now allows you to uh, access real estate investments and investments in general that are only open to a, a unique group of folks that qualify for those. Typically, they're called private placements. And private placements are only open to those individuals uh, that are accredited. The, the folks that can't invest in those who are not accredited can invest in things like a real estate investment trust. So they can invest in IPOs or stocks that are based around real estate. There are some crowdfunding sites that uh, non-accredited investors can invest in, which basically are sites that base, uh, showcase uh, deals from, from sponsors or those that are doing the active side of the investment. Those are the folks we partner with to bring projects in to invest on. There are sites out there that allow non-accredited investors to invest as little as $1,000, let's say, per project. Um, but the knowledge is very important, um, the, the uh, understanding if you can qualify to do this. And then once you realize those things, then it's really getting to know the, uh, the type of folks you want to work with. Who are the sponsors you want to work with? What are the locations, the markets you want to work in? What's the uh, the level of risk? Do you want to invest on something that's paying you a cash flow return, which is a little bit less of a yield, than a uh, a larger development opportunistic deal where you could have make make a bigger yield, but there's a lot more risk. So you got to decide for yourself. You know, hey, I, I have a hundred thousand dollars and I want to put twenty thousand or twenty five thousand towards this. What level of risk am I willing to take? And those are the types of things we discuss with our investors. We're not broker dealers. You know, we're not um, the type of folks that give advice, but we do give you know, feedback on our experiences. And then we always obviously tell folks to talk to their registered investment advisors or their uh, certified financial planners so they get the, the true, unique or, or specified uh, criteria or parameters for their scenario. But for us, that's kind of how we look at it. We look at the sponsors, their experience what cities they're in, the markets we like, which I can tell you right now, Washington, D.C., the Southeast, we love those markets. And then what's the asset class you want to get into? What are the types of returns you want to get based on the level of risk you're willing to? And so when you talk about sponsors, 
go deeper from that aspect? Sure. So a sponsor is uh, an individual or company that that actually owns the project, owns the property that they're uh, looking to either build on, improve, and and um, basically take it from start to finish. They're in charge of everything from going out and signing recourse or guarantees on debt or bank inf- uh, monies that are needed for a project. Uh, they are in charge of going out and getting architectural drawings done, getting the civil engineers out. They get they deal with the the um, the uh, the uh, general contractors. They go through the process of getting the designs approved and all the way through permitting. So they're the kind of quarterback of the football team. They're in charge. They're liable. They're held accountable to go out and do all of those day-to-day operations that are required of an active sponsor, an active investor. So if Kevin, if you or I went out and bought a property and we owned it, we would be that active investor because we own the property, we're liable for it, we wanna get tenants in there, we wanna improve it and sell it, that's active. Passive is more, hey, I wanna just bring in money or I wanna bring in some sort of resource to help the sponsor as they go forward in that process. And what our company does is we partner with active sponsors to help them bring in the money they need to execute the project. And so um, we have, a, 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 the term we use is capital stack. They're gonna have a cost associated with their project. And just like you and I, if we go out to buy a home, we wanna get some money from the bank, usually anywhere from let's say 50 to 80% of that money we need to buy a home comes from the bank. Well, what the bank's gonna say is, hey, I'll lever you or leverage you that money to buy the property, but you need to bring in the other percentage that I'm not going to bring in because we want you to have some what's called skin in the game. So for you and I to buy a home, we bring in equity, right? We bring in money we may have saved or we liquidate assets to be able to buy that house in order to get that bank debt and bring in that money. Um, so we're part of that equity piece that comes in to help the, uh, the sponsors, the active side, from when they get their debt, we bring in some of that other equity that gets them that 100% capital stack to go out and do the project. So for instance, if they need a $10 million cost to, to do the project, and let's say the bank's, the bank's bringing in 8 million, 80%, we'll be part of the $2 million equity that the sponsor's gonna need to bring into the project. We'll bring in up to 90% of that or 1.9 million, and then we want the sponsor to bring in $100,000 of skin as well to have some money in the project. So that makes the capital stack whole. And we're part of, again, that equity piece. So what we do is when we partner with these sponsors and we, we approve them for funding, we go through the process. And this is what an investor would do anyway on their own is we verify that they're a good fit for us. We'll go deeper into other things that are practical, other secret, you know, the secrets you've gained over your many years of investing yourself. Yeah. So personally, when I invested and and this has kind of been something we've brought over to the company is obviously making sure that um, when you look at a project, you know what to look at, you know, the the due diligence that needs to be conducted on a project. Um, the, the demographics of the market you're investing in, why those markets are primed for good real estate investment, that uh, support the returns you're going to get. What's the supply and demand structure? Um, what's the population? Why why is that a good area? From the fact that it's growing, uh, are there businesses moving there? Headquarters, corporate businesses. How many jobs are those creating? Is there available land to build on? 
is supply constraints. So these are the things we're kind of going through on our checklist of items that as an investor, a passive investor, you're going to want to look at to, to really get an idea. You know, somebody asks me, you know, why are you not investing in New York City or Chicago or California? And listen, I'm nothing against those countries, but they're just not uh, not country states that that I would want to invest in, given their uh, economic climate or the regulations or the way that they're set up for policy wise, as far as um, in, in bringing in investment. It's just very constrained, very very high barrier of entry to invest in those markets with a lot of risk for the level of return that we need to get. So that's why we're in markets like Atlanta, Georgia. Charlotte, North Carolina, Fairfax, Virginia, Richmond, uh, Virginia, Frederick, Maryland. Those are the markets we want to be in because there's stories behind those markets. There's a reason that supports economic growth in those in those markets. And that's one of the big reasons we look at and why we want to invest in those in those markets. You also have to have a sponsor that knows what they're doing. You know, if we're working with a sponsor who's very good at the multifamily uh, asset class and then says, well, I want to start doing senior living. My first question is, all right, well, do you have anybody on your staff that's got the expertise? Are you bringing on another co-sponsor that can walk through that and be the operator? If the answer to that is yes, then we'll be willing to take a look. But if the answer to that is no, then my question is, well, then why are you leaving multifamily when you're really good at it? So those, again, those are just some of the questions you want to ask. Um, there's other things like, you know, fees. How many, how much in fees do the sponsors take? Um, how does it compare to the market? You know, you get these wonderful packages called investor decks or offering memorandums that are done very nicely and neatly. And if they're not done well, it's a red flag that you want to look at. But that's part of the process of getting to know a new sponsor. But when you get those packages, you want to make sure that the data that the sponsor shows you that aligns to their underwriting or why the deal works is complementary to what the market's showing. Because you can get a sponsor that shows, hey, um, I'm uh, doing this, this, and this, and it looks great, but then the market's not showing that. It's showing a 30 or 20% reduction or, or disparity on the, on, the, on the lower end to what the sponsor's showing. And that's where you would ask those questions. I have a meeting today with a sponsor that uh, great package, everything looks good, but they're, they're starting their investment at a 15% rise in rents from where they are now. And their rents are going to be bumping up at an appreciation level that's not that we're not seeing in the market. So that's that to me is all right. We got to pull that. We got to pull that thread and find out. So those are the things you want to want to look at. And for us, our company does that. Our company does that due diligence. It does the uh, the uh, val validation and verification of those businesses. So that when we bring a project to our investors, we want to kind of have it on a silver platter for them so that they can look at it, be comfortable with it. Because these people that invest with us, they are uh, they have they have their own jobs. They, they're, they're doing something where they're a, an expert at, they're a, a physician-based uh, person, or wherever they are, specialty type of occupation. And so they don't have the time to do what we do. So um, that's one of the benefits with us and, uh, and some of the practical things you need to think about. There's a ton of other things, but for us, the sponsor, the location, and the risk and the returns are really our top three. I'm interested when someone is that novice and they say, you know, I'd really like to do something with real estate, uh, whether they're accredited or not. What are just some of the basic things that they need to do? Yeah, Robert Kiyosaki talks about in his book to build the team, build your team and, and who's on your team. 
Well, you want to be, you want to have experts on your team. So you want to have a registered investment advisor, right? A registered investment advisor is kind of like a CFP, a certified financial planner, but they're more in the world of alternative investments. Those are the guys that are looking at private placement, which, which, which is what we do. They're looking at crypto. They're looking at energy. So those are the folks that have more of a keen understanding of private placement. So if you figure out, hey, I'm accredited and I want to invest in real estate or I want to invest in alternative investments, could be other things, I want to have a reg registered investment advisor on my team. That's number one. Number two is I want to have a really good accountant. Why? Because there's a lot of tax implications with these, with these investments, whether it's real estate or something else. You want to have an accountant that understands this, right? Because they're going to be doing your taxes. They're going to be giving you tax guidance and uh, they're going to be giving you tax insights to how to, how to set up, whether it's, hey, you need to set up an S-Corp business as an LLC because you'll be able to write taxes off here. So those, that's another person you need to have on your team. You need to have mentors. You have to have people that are doing these things that you could either follow on a podcast, you can reach out to and talk to. Start with your friends and family. If you're a crypto investor or you're a real estate investor and you want to get into it, talk to the family members that are doing it. What are some of the things you're doing? How are you doing it? What are, what are the things I need to learn about this? Do you want to partner together? I'd love to give you some money and see how that works. That's the, that's the third aspect is mentors, family, and friends that have done it and are doing it. Uh, good banks. You want to have a good banker in case you need to uh, have the right accounts set up to be able to invest into these things. So, yeah, again, put your team together, get a yellow pad, a legal pad and write out who's on my team in order for me to do this successfully. And then, you know, maybe I'm on your team. Maybe I'm your passive real estate and syndication company that's got the deals that will bring to you. Um, that you can look at. You want to have a good business attorney, obviously, because you want your business attorney to review all of the documentation. So those are practical things that someone who's starting out has never done this before and doesn't want to really, you know, fear, oh, what do I need to do? How do I start? Who do I need? Build that team of, of professionals. And that's a great start. You're going to need them anyway. So might as well have them now. That's so well said. And so, John, with the caveat that this is an individualized guidance, uh, this is education, but clearly you have family, friends, clients that are asking you, John, what should I do? What, what guidance are you giving them? Yeah, I would mean, I'd recommend that uh, they make sure they do their research. If they're going to do uh, stocks or REITs, or if they're going to invest with a property management business that's getting into a, a cash flow opportunity where they're making cash flow quarterly, um, you know, just do your research, look into the in times of turmoil, guidance from successful investors and the wealthy is critical for your success. Subscribe to our premium content to ensure you are well equipped for the growing crisis. Tell us just briefly, how do people get in touch with you? Yeah, the best way is we have a, a great website. That's kind of our, our central point. Uh, it's uh, just jidinvestments.com. Uh, um, we're also on LinkedIn. Uh, I love to, to share my experiences with folks that are looking to get started and also to talk to accredited investors, people that want to diversify a bit, especially now with what's going on and the volatility of the economic markets and the stock market. Before you go, there are more secret investing tips coming that are quite powerful to help you build your wealth. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything from our seasoned experts. If you want a VIP introduction to our experts, click on the link below. In addition, make sure you listen to our past episodes so that you don't miss out on a single secret. If you're ready, 
It's time for you to experience financial freedom. The information contained in this episode are opinions not to be used as individual guidance. As always, consult your own financial team for your investment decisions.